0: In a world filled with filters and facades, The Real Life with Lacey is your sanctuary of authenticity. Join me as we unravel true stories that resonate with the human experience. And remember, our ultimate goal is to touch the heart of at least one viewer in every episode. This is where the power of real life takes center stage and the impact is real. Welcome to A Journey of Inspiration and Connection. Welcome back to the podcast, The Real Life of Lacey. And today we have Myla. Hi. So, today we're going to be talking about a few new topics that we haven't talked about and a few topics that we have talked about. So, how are you, Myla? I'm okay. Are you stressed out? Always. <laughs> I guess that's life in your, how old are you? I am 30. Oh, now you're 30. Yeah. Oh, God. Finally, finally you're out of the 20s. Yep. You were the youngest one around for quite some time. I still am. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so we have a little bit in common. So we both got pregnant at a very early age. Yes. And I would like to touch that subject with you because you went a different route than I did. Than most people do. Yeah. So how old were you when you did get pregnant? I was 16. Okay and who were, were you with your boyfriend or no we were separated okay so you were dating
1: yeah before. Okay.
0: and then you broke up yes and found out that you were pregnant yeah okay and take me back there what
1: happened uh, so we had split up and then like you said I found out that I was pregnant and so I of course I reached out to him and let him know and from the get-go, the moment that he found out, he said, I want nothing to do with you or this pregnancy. And you were 16? I was 16. So were you a junior? Yes. Yes, yeah, I was a junior.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Were you up here? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Julian or Argonaut? Argonaut. Okay. okay. So, So you were dating for how long before you broke up? I think it was close to three years. Oh, my God. So you guys were together like your whole high school? Yeah. Broke up, mm-hmm. found out you were pregnant...
1: Uh, were you guys using protection and birth control, or was it... We we were using protection at first, but as the relationship Sometimes. progressed, we didn't. But I was on birth control the entire time. I was on the pill. Okay, alright. So you found out you were pregnant, and he said, I don't want anything to do. Yeah, I want nothing to do with you or the
0: kids. So what did you think at that moment? Like, what were you... That, well, you didn't know kids uh, yeah. at that point, right?
1: Yeah. Okay, you just knew you were pregnant. hmm So what was the next step you did. Uh well, I mean, I kept going to the doctor's appointments, of course, and I really thought, well, I'm going to have to do this on my own. And so that was the plan. What did your family think? Um they were pretty disappointed. They wanted me to take alternative routes. And I was stubborn and thought, no, I'm going to I'm going to do this. And so I went through the whole pregnancy and I did it. And when did you find out that there was more than one? Probably, I think I was like two and a half, three months along. And I was at the doctor's appointment with my sister and she stopped and went, hold on, wait a minute. And she left the room and I thought, what the hell is happening? And she came back, brought another doctor in and he said, yep, there's, there's two of them. And my sister looked at me and she said, only you, mm. this would only happen to you. Seriously. Okay, 16, found out that you're about to have twins. Twins.
0: And dad wants no part of it. Nothing to do with and it. And you're still seeing him at school? Like, are no, you still in school? No, he, he was 18. He was graduated. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that makes a little bit more sense. So yeah. he went on with his life and left yes. his high school girlfriend back. Yeah, he okay. was going to college. Okay. And then you're carrying on and then what happened? What triggered
1: the change? Well, I, I had them and the it was kind of an awful experience. I mean, not only being very young, but the doctors were very judgmental and they made it pretty known. The comments that they would say to me, you know, when I gave birth and I remember even there was this one point, my aunt like snapped at one of the nurses and was like, you need, you need to back off. Like what were you, they saying? Just I, I mean, I was exhausted. I remember they were fine. Like, they stopped crying, and I was just trying to get some sleep, and she said, you need to get up, and you need to try to nurse them. And, I mean, after multiple attempts of nursing and Failing. my yeah my aunt was there, and she said, no, you need to back off. You need to let her sleep. So you had them naturally? Mm, no, C-section. Okay, and were they full term? Yes. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. 38 oh. weeks. Holy shit. How much did yeah. they weigh? Uh, five pounds, two ounces, and... Five pounds six ounces. Okay, and what were the sexes? Both girls. Oh, they were both identical. Girls? Yeah, they were. Oh, identical. they were identical, identical mm-hmm. too.
0: Okay, all right. And so, what was happening? What happened next?
1: Well, I went home and I, I kept them for about, it was, it was over a month. I'm gonna say like a month, month and a half, and I. you know, my family, I lived with my mom and my sister at the time, and they were as supportive as they could be. I mean, they both had jobs, which I understand, but being at home by yourself at the age when I had them, I was 17. So at 17 years old, being home by yourself with two babies, it was overwhelming Mm. and no help. Still no help from the dad. And your hormones, yeah. I mean, just having babies in general, a Is,
0: baby in general, your hormones are just fucking crazy with postpartum. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, it was, it was really hard. And I, throughout the pregnancy, before I knew what I was going to do, um, I had a couple that I had known through my, the, the father who offered, they're like, if you ever wanna consider adoption, like please consider us. We would love to take on this challenge. We've been married for at that time it was I think it was like twelve years. It was over ten years. Um, they both had really great jobs and they had been trying their entire marriage to have kids and they couldn't.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: that's always been in the back of my mind, but I just never saw that as an option. Mm -hmm. And finally, when I realized, you know, I, I cannot do this by myself. I, I reached out to them. I called them and they said, we're on our way. Really? Mm -hmm. Really? So were they local? They lived in at the time, South Lake Tahoe. So it was about, you know, an hour and a half, two hours for them to get there where I was, but. Oh my God. How difficult was that?
0: It was, (sighs)
1: yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, and did you have to sign paperwork? No, I really, it was, it was such a strange experience. I didn't do it the way that I guess you should have done it, but I just, I like, needed help.
0: Yeah, like, they didn't pay, they didn't pay you? Nope. they did not pay me. Okay, and then, like, you just signed over guardianship? Yeah. Of like, it
1: was at the moment when they actually came and picked them up. I didn't sign anything. I really just, you know, talked to them about it. You know, are you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, no, I'm not sure, but I, I cannot do this by myself. And did you guys come to agreement about like
0: being in their life at all or not being in their life?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We spoke about that that day as well. And they said, of course, we would love to keep in contact with you throughout their lives. We're not going to cut you out. Okay, so, so do they,
0: do you talk to them or see them?
1: I, I do. I don't see them in person. Um, I just talk to them through, like, email, social media, stuff like that. So, like, Facebook. I'll, I have, I'm friends with them on Facebook. The so, parents. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about the children? Mm, they do, don't have Facebook. Do, well, no, have you contacted them at all? Did, oh, no. No, no, no. Do they know they're adopted? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I'm waiting on... Their parents to decide that. I mean, whenever they're ready, I'm sure it's gonna come up. How I mean, o- yeah. How old are they? They're 13. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So you still see photos and yes. you, and you contact the parents to see
0: how they're doing. Yeah. But there's no like uh, relationship like you haven't met them. Correct. That still has to be very 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 difficult.
1: It is. It is. Yeah. yeah.
0: And. What do they? Who do they look like? Do they look like you? Their dad. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Where is that fucker, by the way? That you know, I (laughs) don't care. But he's just MIA. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I mean, I give you major props for being able to. First off, you tried. You're like, I know I want these babies, but just seeing that there was a. There was another. Avenue to be able to let them have a better life than what you were able to give them and not a lot of people are able to do that For selfish reasons. I believe like I believe I believe I was selfish by keeping my daughter, you know um, That I was 17. Yeah, right. Um, oh my god I remember finding out I was pregnant literally dropping to the ground just like in devastation. Like yeah. my life's fucking over. Right. Yeah. And I know you felt that for sure. Yeah. And then not telling anybody, still figuring out what I was going to do. And then I had told some people at a, a party sort of thing I was mm-hmm. at, I wasn't drinking just because I, just in case I was keeping the, the child, but they, this person that I had told, told his mom, And his mom knew my parents from church. So the mom told my mom. Okay. And at this time, my parents still thought I was a virgin. Okay. (laughs) So the conversations that we would have at our house about sex, premarital Mm -hmm. sex, was don't have sex until you're married. Period. In a sentence, there was no talking about safe sex, birth control, or anything.
1: Right.
0: And shockingly, both my brother and I had our first children at 18. So that's why I firmly believe you should talk to your children about safe sex because they're going to have it. They're Mm -hmm. hormonally driven, like they're going to have sex. So don't put your head in the sand and act like it's not going to happen. But regardless, um, anyway, so my mom came to me while I was at work. I was working at the casino at the time and she walks in and she's like, Uh, you're pregnant. And I'm like, holy fuck, really? Like, I got tables right now. Like, this is awkward. And Oh, at work. Yeah. She came into your work. Yeah. And um, she's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out because, you know, I'm supposed to be leaving for the Bay Area. And she's like, I'll adopt the child. I'm like, you're gonna adopt the fucking child. What do you mean? Like, is this gonna be my sibling? I'll be like, right, hey. like, you know. And then, and so she's like, or my mom was adopted, right? So she's like, or oh, okay. or put the child up for adoption. And yeah. so that was an option. And in my head, I was like, I can't fucking do that. I can't do it because I'm I'm I am i am i am self uh, honestly I'm selfish. I felt like I don't want someone else raising this child, and I might fuck up my child which I probably did fuck her up a little bit of the process. We definitely grew up together, but I do give you major props for being able to see that you were able to give these children a better life. Yeah. And they did. I mean, like what, what kind of life could you give these children at
1: 16? Not the life that they had. I mean, they, by the time they were three, they had already traveled more than I, I still to this day have traveled. I mean, they have you know and not that that's what matters but really i mean just looking at the pictures they're so happy and they're healthy mm-hmm. and they have both their parents which i couldn't provide that and i yeah. remember the day that i did that i thought i do not want these children to grow up the way that i grew up yeah and that's without a dad so if i can give them the life that i never had that would be just rewarding in itself
0: oh my god yeah
1: so again like con Kudos
0: to you that you were able to do that. And I know that it still probably hurts to this day, Yeah, you know, and, um, honestly, more people need to be able to look into that possibility for their children if they're thinking that they can't supply that sort of life for their child, you know, um, and hopefully people can, Yeah, you know, um, so then what happened after that? So you were 17 mm-hmm. and now no children for a little bit and you probably yeah. had some hard time yeah, to
1: get over it. it was, I mean, the day that I gave them up, I remember my, my mom and my sister, they were there at the house with me, and my sister said, I can't do this, and she left, and I thought, okay, that's, that's fine. I mean, it's a big step for all of us, so if you, <laughs> you need your space, you can't do this. Take your space, <laughs> but yeah, I know, right, okay. and like, in the time that I needed them the most, yeah. they, they left and then my mom she said you need to pack up your shit and get the fuck out of my house to you to me holy fuck and then she left so i i did oh, i gosh. at 17 years old i packed up what i could and i the first thing i did was i called one i had two best friends growing up throughout life and i called one of them Who and was that? Alyssa. Mm-hmm. and she said stay right there i'm on my way and she lived in sacramento at the time and she drove out and she pulled up in her blue Honda Civic, and she packed up whatever she could of mine in her car, and we left.
0: Now, why did they say, why did your mom say that? Like, was she mad that you
1: made that decision? Yeah. But you're like, I can't do it. Like, yeah. how
0: am I gonna do it alone?
1: Yeah, Wow. I don't think she, you know, really yeah. okay, thought so,
0: about that. Yeah, so then you moved to SAC? I did. Okay, and you stayed there for the rest of high school? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, then you got
1: married after that, right? I did. So I was, gosh, I was 18 when I got married. OK, did you mm-hmm. meet him in Sacramento? No, I met him. So after, OK, I was 17. I lived out in Sac, I think, for like a year. And then when I did end up moving back, you know, tried to rekindle things with my mm-hmm. family and make it work, I met him through mutual friends. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, there's somebody that I want you to meet. He's in the military. Um, uh-huh. When he comes home, I really think you should meet him. And I said, okay. And so when he got home, I had just graduated high school. I did homeschool for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I just graduated, and I thought, okay, I'll yeah. meet him. Mm-hmm. Was I he said... older than you? Uh, one year older. Okay, so then you yeah. met, you fell in love and got married. Yeah, it was very quick. Very quick. Like how quick we I'm met talking. in June and he proposed to me in July. Oh shit. He, yeah. And you got married in August? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just going with the... No, we got married in September. Oh, so it so really, yeah. pretty much. I yeah. know. I know. Okay. It, no, it moved very, very, very fast.
0: Okay. And then, um, so was he stationed somewhere? He was stationed in 29 Palms. Where's south? That's down south. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you moved there? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you guys stayed together for... How long were you guys married? We were married almost five years. It was like right under five years. And you had a child with him? I did. Okay. Yeah. And how old is she now? She is 10.
1: Okay. All right. So you were married for five years and... Yeah. And so I got married in September. I got pregnant in December. So I had her when I was 19. Okay. And then how was that relationship? While he was deployed? Fine. Uh, When he was (laughs) When he was not around. Yeah, Yeah, it was, it was fine. Uh Everything was really, it was a fairy tale. I thought, wow, life could not be more perfect. With him gone? Well, just no, with our relationship.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So
1: you guys were good. Yeah. And then what? He came home and I found out who he was. He was a really big drinker and I'm not going to talk too much shit because I, I am too.
0: We all But like alcohol. he
1: That's would, great. I mean, get like unnecessarily drunk. Mm-hmm. And first red flag. And yeah. I ignored it. I love red flags. Yeah. Six flags, mm-hmm. you know, Six Flags season pass holder right here. Bring <laughs> <laughs> me mean, all the red flags. Yeah, just, just, yeah. Don't mind that red flag. Don't mind that yeah. one. Yeah. And so I remember there, it was the 3rd of July, so the fireworks were happening. And he got into this. It was really bad. There was this huge fight that happened, and of course he had to insert himself in that and get involved. No, what, were you and, at, like, a party or something? Uh, at his parents' house. Oh. Yeah, and so he got belligerently drunk and got into this fight because something happened with his sister, and so he was trying to be the good big brother and stand up for her, and him and his brother ended up, like, really messing someone up, and but there was a whole bunch of people involved, so it wasn't just them. Yeah. They ended up running from the cops, and the cops came by, and they were like, listen, we know who's involved, where are they? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to figure out the same thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I remember taking my engagement ring off and thinking, do I really want to do this? this So that was was before we got married. Oh. And so another red flag. Yeah, that was the first red flag. Yeah. Okay. Well, the second after the drinking problem. It was just... And then... During the marriage. Oh, but during the marriage, yeah, he continued to drink. He was still in the in the military, and mm-hmm. it just, I mean, it was good when it was good, and when it wasn't, it wasn't. Yeah. And what made you guys finally just call it quits? Well, I mean, there was some abuse that kind of led up to it, and a lot of controlling on his end. I The first time that he ever laid hands on me, he... He was home, so he wasn't out of the military, but he was home. And he went over to a friend's house. I had our daughter at the time. She was right around one years old, so she was really little. And I remember bringing her over, you know, to, you know, meet his friend for the first time. It should have been a very exciting time. Mm -hmm. Well, the friend and the friend's mom, who was there, she treated me like shit. And it was because he... So he had a son... Prior to us being together, your your husband at the time, yeah, okay, yeah, he had gotten somebody pregnant at sixteen. Weird. Yeah, yeah, and they they kept them. Yeah, and so I had a stepson, mm-hmm. and it was so I know so this kind of gets confusing. It was his so the stepson's grandma was friends with his friend's mom. If I if I said that. Oh, correctly. yeah 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 I get it okay. And so, so she they, was mad that she wasn't with, or excuse me, that my ex-husband wasn't with his first baby mama. Yes. And so her and her friends all treating me like shit because I was, I was a new wife. Oh, that's fun. And so while I was over there, he was drinking, having, you know, a really great time, which I thought, okay, he's home. Let him have fun. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Well, just, you know, getting those nasty comments from her and he was ignoring me. He was just paying attention to my ex-husband, you know. And it just, it, I feel like it just should have been like, oh, you know, it's so nice to meet your new family. Yeah. It should have been like a group thing, but it was really just him. Yeah. And so he got really drunk. We finally left and he was staying with his brother at the time, if I remember correctly. So we went back to my ex-husband's brother's house and no one was home. It was just us. And we ended up getting into an argument, and I brought all of that up. I said, listen, I felt so uncomfortable there, and you didn't stand up for me. Like, why Why would you allow that to happen? Mm-hmm. And it just turned into a fight, and our daughter was kind of just walking around playing in the yard. And he, I will never forget this, he grabbed me by my throat and picked me up and strangled me and, like, pushed me against Holy the God. garage door and was strangling me. And his, I don't know how long I was there, it felt like years Probably just, you know, a few seconds, but he was strangling me. And while I was being strangled in the air, his dad pulls up and said, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, nice. Unless yeah. he got caught. Yeah. And so I, uh, he finally let me go and started to walk inside and just avoid the situation. And I looked at his dad and I said, you need to take care of him. I'm leaving. And so I packed up our daughter and I, I left. And I just, that was when I, I, stro- stro- your, she was your daughter. Stories one at that time. At that time, yeah. Okay, and so I left. I don't remember where I went. I think I called his mom and was like, "Hey, I you know I don't remember exactly what happened, mm-hmm. but I just remember leaving,
0: and not the, the relationship, yeah. just
1: physically removing myself yeah. from the situation." And then
0: what was there? Apologies and
1: yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And then you ended up going back, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yep. and then but it didn't stop; it just continued. Yeah, there was a lot more like, verbal abuse than physical, but there was another physical altercation that happened. You know, and physical's bad,
0: for mm-hmm. sure, but sometimes the emotional and verbal abuse is worse than the physical. Yeah. Because it scars you mentally. Absolutely. And it, it makes you feel belittled for eternity, and it takes a long time to get that out I of your brain. S-
1: I still am not the same from it. Yeah. I don't view myself the way... Others may view me... Yeah, because you're gorgeous. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, you are. You, you you know, I mean, I know you yeah. don't feel that sometimes. No, like, I mean, None of us feel that sometimes, like, you know. But you are very, very pretty, and you don't portray yourself very confident at times. Yeah, no And Yeah, and it has to be from that past traumatic experiences, which I hope at one point you could try to get over, because, I mean, you should be confident. You're a Taurus. I know. And you're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, okay. So you, for years you stayed with him though. Mm-hmm. And so what was the topping? What finally ended it?
1: I think, I mean, it really took a lot for me to really end it. Mm-hmm. But I, there was another night when we were both drinking, we actually went out to Bee Gees, mm-hmm. and we were driving home and I don't, I really don't remember what led up, like what the argument was about. But the next thing I know, he grabbed me by my hair, the back of my head, and he kept, while he was driving, slamming my head into, like, the center. Holy fuck. Yeah, repeatedly. I mean, this went on for the whole drive home, just slamming my head repeatedly, repeatedly. Like, your forehead? No, like, it was, like, the side of my head, because he kind of, like, reached over and grabbed me by my hair, and then just kept slamming my head down. And what were you doing? Were you, like, trying to, like, push off? I was trying. I tried to get away, but I realized he wasn't going to loosen up that grip. And so I kind of just stayed there. Mm-hmm. And he eventually stopped, but he held my hair until we got home. And, like, if I would flinch, he would, like, re- like pull me closer. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not letting go. You're not getting out of this. Uh, and so how long does that drive up? That was, Other it was, like, eternity? a half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, we lived up in Pioneer at that time. So from Bee Gees to Pioneer, it was like a good half an hour. And then when you got there? I just, I went to bed and I cried and mm -hmm. cried and cried and thought, you know, like what, what happened? Like what? Was he apologetic that evening or? Not that evening, no. Yeah, the next day yeah, sobered up? I just went to bed and tried to not think about it. Yeah. Okay, so then that was probably around the time. Yeah, Yeah, I knew in my head, I'm not going to do this forever. I don't know when I'm going to leave, but I'm going to leave. How did you finally leave? I, well, he... I hope this is going to be good. (laughs) I know. So we ended up buying a house together. And my, at the time, it was pretty, I'm trying to think of when all this happened. I don't even remember what month we bought the house, but I remember we bought a home. And of course you know moved in got established and one of my other best friend from since i was five i mean from kindergarten from childhood she had just she didn't she took a break from college and so she was coming home she was moving home and i thought oh my gosh we have an extra room like how perfect why don't you you know just move in save up some cash you don't have to pay rent and we can just have this happy, perfect little family, and so this was you know when I'm like, well, maybe it's not over. I mean, we just want a home together, maybe maybe we can make this work. yeah, a lot of people try and make it work, especially mm-hmm. when they have children, yeah, because I mean, like I said, the abuse like the physical abuse only happened twice mm-hmm. but it, I mean, there was still verbal, but I just you know, you kind of just push it down and think, well, is it really that bad? Like, yeah, that's maybe, it. you know, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Well,
0: maybe. a lot of times people don't even register that the verbal and mental is bad. Yeah. They just think, okay, this person's just telling me I'm a piece of shit. Maybe yeah. I'm just a piece of shit. No, right. no, 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 no. They're fucking with you and yeah. they're abusing you. That is a,
1: a form. Yeah. And then you justify it. Well, they're not hitting me this mm-hmm. time. You exactly. Know. Exactly. So, so yeah, we buy the house together and I move my, one of my best friends in and then there's so much that happens. Oh <laughs> I'm like trying to think of how to word all this without going off track. Yeah, so sorry yeah, if I do. It's all good. Um, my other childhood best friend passed away. Oh yes, yes, yes. Which yeah, okay, we were so. Yeah. How did she? I was away. She an overdose. She overdosed on fentanyl. Oh, yeah. Was it? bad fentanyl or was it just over I'm not familiar with fentanyl much I mean I'm not either but I've read a lot of like articles saying that I mean just the tiniest bit could kill you and, and so was she taking it on her own or was she drugged do you know I don't know because she was at somebody's house I don't know how he got away with it but he did I mean uh oh yeah and how old was she she was 24 I was 22
0: and this was a list Alyssa? Yes. And
1: this is who picked you up when you were... Yeah. um, Yeah. yeah, Going... I mean, so she's really... She was the one that was always there for me, Mm -hmm. through thick, through thin. Any... I mean, really, anytime I needed her, she was just a phone call away, and she'd be there. She would drop everything for me. How did you find out she passed away, then? Um. So... I, a know, we'll, we'll I know mutual friend. I know. Sorry, I no, no. no, no there's totally just fine. so we'll much that happens in that yeah. timeline. I'm trying yeah. to put everything together. But
0: losing a best friend from what age
1: were but you? I was 22. And how old were you when you guys became good friends? We were elementary school. Okay. I don't think it was quite five. I would say probably like around like seven. Okay. So pretty young. Yeah. I'm still a childhood friend. And I a mutual friend called me, and she said. I heard something so disturbing. She was like, "I heard that Alyssa passed away. Is that true?" And I, my heart sank. And I was like, "No, you know, I was just with her. I was just with her. Like, what the day?" There's before, no way. Or... Well, she. So before we bought the home together we were renting, my ex-husband and I, and she lived with us. So I just, I like to move my best friends in with me. (laughs) (laughs) So she didn't always stay home. She would kind of go off, she was dating. So she would go off and do her own thing with her boyfriend. And, but she, I mean, her stuff was at my house. And so I, I saw her quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And so it was, you know, one of those weeks where she was staying with her boyfriend and, she, it, it's, I'm not going to get too much into it because it's not my business to tell on yeah. her. Yeah. But yeah, so she did her own thing and she was gone and I received that phone call. And so I thought, what the hell? And so I hung up the phone and I called who she was dating at the time. And I said, please tell me this isn't true. And he said, Mila, she passed away last night.
0: What? Yeah. And with him, was he there with her? No. Where? Who was she with? friends. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And that's how, uh, I don't even know where to go from here. I know. More. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're like, I didn't want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. so the funeral and everything had to be Yeah. Off. That was so hard. Yeah. And it being was... so young, 24, right? Yeah, she, was, she 24. was
1: 24.
0: And she was gorgeous too. She was beautiful. Yeah. That's awful. So, there was no foul play. It was just... Allegedly,
1: yeah. Yeah. I still... I don't know what to think about it. How many people were with her when she passed? As far as I know, just the one. But I, you know, I wasn't there. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, and then how did you try
0: and get over that? Just... Oh. No. No. No.
1: There was was no going over and getting over that. Yeah. So, still, yeah a problem. Yeah. And then I remember, so, you know, I go to her funeral. It was like an open casket viewing. I hate those. I can't. I know. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just literally dropped my knees and Mm -hmm. just broke down crying. It was really hard. And her family's mom and dad's side, they never got along. And so that was really, it just, everything, you know, I just feel like she didn't deserve that. Yeah. And so that was really hard.
0: Yeah. No one deserves to pass away at such a young age. Especially there's a lot of those like fentanyl and drug mm-hmm. related um, deaths that happen to such young people. Like, how is this happening?
1: Right. I mean I don't think that they know what they're getting into.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so let's let's revert back. So mm-hmm. terrible story
0: about Alyssa and I'm sorry about that for sure. Thank you. Um, and hopefully
1: at some point, I mean, you're never going to get over that. No, you really I mean, don't. No. I mean, if you think of grief as like a ball in a jar, like the ball never shrinks or gets bigger, but the jar may get bigger representing you. I mean, you really just learn to grow around your grief. The grief never goes away.
0: Yeah. No. And, and that's good that you can learn to live
1: with the grief also, you yeah. know, and not let it consume you. Completely. Yeah. No, it definitely did. I mean, there was points. Well, I mean, going back to like the marriage, I remember, so two weeks after she had passed away, he told, he's like, you need to get over this. And I was like, you know, like how, what? Like, did you really just say that to me? I need to get over it. Yeah. And it, you know, come to find out down the line, he was really just jealous. And he told me, he was like, I just wanted you He's like, you will never love anybody the way that you loved her.
0: Well, it's a different I, love. It's yeah. a different
1: love, and I know. I I thought that's that's fair. Yeah. I mean, she the things that she helped me with. No, I probably won't ever. So
0: what? Uh, guess what? It's not going to take two weeks.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I cannot believe that. And there's
0: no reason
1: for a husband to be
0: jealous of a best friend relationship. Yeah. I mean, holy fuck. Yeah. So, okay,
1: two weeks in, you should get over it, and now you have your other best friend living with you, right? Yeah, so that's later on. Okay. So that was, so when Alyssa was living with us, we were renting, and, you know, days go by, and we ended up eventually buying our own home, and then that's when, yeah, she came, you know, took a break from college, and I thought, exactly, this is perfect, you know. I mean, it's helping me, I'm helping you. You know, it's helping everybody. Yeah. And so she, she moved in, And, I mean, everything was fine. There were little signs that I guess I just pushed aside, showing that they were a lot closer than they thought they were. Your husband and your best friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I was grieving. I was going through losing my best friend. Like, how many months later is this? This was probably... uh, I'm trying to think. I would say... I think the end of summer, so probably, we'll say, like, we'll call it, like, seven, eight months later. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) and so they were, what was happening? Were they, I mean, they're, they they would, would, like, plan things for all of us. And so, you know, I'd come into, like, something that they planned. Like, let's just say, like, a little get-together. It's going to be fun. It's like, wait, like, why didn't, why didn't you come to me? And then we could tell My best friend. Like, why are you two planning stuff? Okay. It it was just... It was weird, but like I said, I was so blindsided by the loss of my other really, really good best friend that I kind of just didn't care. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just didn't care. I was was hurting so bad.
0: And you probably weren't
1: assuming that your husband was fucking your best friend. Yeah. (laughs) Wait,
0: were they fucking?
1: (laughs) I mean... I, d- I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna say that they were because but you, I don't know. But you guys separated. Yeah, we and, eventually separated, and yeah. they continued to live together. She didn't move out. Oh, in your house, mm-hmm. you moved out, and she. Stayed I know. Yep. I so when I finally left, I literally just I packed up like one bag, and I thought I'm I'm never coming back again. I cannot do this. It's just. It's not working for me. So that was actually around the time that I started bartending at Bee Gees. Mm -hmm. So my best friend Alyssa passed away in January. I started Bee Gees in March. And so I had this new job. I was bartending, you know. Mm -hmm. And he would go on my shifts and he would watch me. And he can see other men you know, flirting with me. I mean, it's really just a part of the job, but he got so jealous. Oh, he got so jealous. It was unhealthy. Yeah. I remember that. Mm -hmm. I
0: remember getting complaints from people being like, uh, the husband or boyfriend is just eye fucking the customers. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's not good for business. No,
1: not really. No. And now,
0: um, because of multiple uh, bartenders I've had that issue with. Now that's just uh, a conversation we have pre-employment. Yeah. Do you have a crazy husband, boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> like, is he not crazy? He might turn crazy because, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, mean, as a bartender, absolutely. you just have you have guys around. I mean, yeah. and even if you're a male bartender, you have girls around. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot be in a jealous relationship to have that profession by any means. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. You moved out, and um, she stayed, and did you have, like, a best friend talk? Like, hey, I'm leaving. You should probably leave with me since we're, like, fucking friends
1: and not stay with my ex-husband. I know. Um, I mean, not really, no. I did tell her that I, you know, I was like, listen, I'm done. I cannot do this. I mean, the he was so controlling and just verbally abusive that I just, I was done. And so I packed up my stuff. And I left when he wasn't home because I was so scared from previous things that had happened. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's going to fucking kill me. Mm-hmm. He's going to kill me. And so I stayed with a coworker who was working in Mel's and I I left. And I mean, the craziness did not stop. I ended up blocking him on everything. And then I got an email and it was him. And I thought, oh shit. Yeah. I remember. Everything.
0: I remember meeting you for breakfast one morning, and you're like, "Yeah, my tires just got slit." Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I was like, hmm, "Yeah." I wonder who did it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. Yeah. And he was he was out gallivanting around town, shit faced. I know it was him. Yeah. It was caught on camera. I told him that, and he still to this day denies it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know it was you. He's I remember before I got the spare key to my car he drove he didn't know where I was staying for the, a little bit because I was so scared for my life. I remember he drove by and finally found my car and then he kept setting off the alarm, setting oh off the alarm. My God. Yeah, waiting for me to come outside and do something and I just I stayed inside and I kept stopping it and I finally called him and I was like you need to stop doing that. There's mm-hmm. I mean it's nighttime, people are trying to go to bed. Please leave me alone. I'm not coming outside. Yeah, because he just wanted to see where I was staying, so he can harass me some more.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, and and that's what so many people don't understand with abusive relationships. It takes so much to finally get out. It really, yeah, like it really does. Like I mean, and I can't even. I mean, the episode, um, the first episode with Melissa, I was able to describe the the. The break, you know, that literally made us finally separate. But, oh my God, this shit that went down before that. Like, one time I was driving home trying to get away from him. Like, and my parents live in Amherst Pine. So, it was like windy-ass roads. Yeah. And he literally came behind me, like, fucking hot, right? And I was like, oh, fuck. And so, I just trying to speed to get away. Mm-hmm. He came from right in front of me and I slammed into him. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, oh, that was one God. time. Another time, I got away from him yeah. and actually made it to my parents' house. And I opened the door, and I'm right on the road. And he came from behind and just slammed my door. My door flew off. Okay. Like, I, was, I know. Goofy. I mean, I'm like, dude, if my leg was out there. Yeah. Or something like then that. i killed you. Yeah. But, I mean, people don't understand. Like, it takes so much to get out of that. And it... Mm-hmm. And it makes you sound weak because why are you in it? Why are right. you stay in it? Like, you could have left all those
1: times. Absolutely. And it's just like, man, it, it's, it's harder than you think to get out. Yeah. No, I mean, it got to the... He was... I mean, when I was bartending, I would come home, you know, from my shift. And he's like, how much money did you make? And I... I oh, know, that's similar to Melissa's I, story. I told yeah. him. And he was like, okay, give me your money. Yep. Yep. I, you know, it's you can't, like... Set aside cash to mm-hmm. save up for a place. I mean, they do everything they can in their power to control you. Yep. It's yep. it it's so it was so hard to leave.
0: Nope, you it can't. really was. And how can you unless you have someone that will allow you to stay with yeah, them? Yeah. I absolutely. mean, um yeah. So th- so your ex and your ex best friend are they still happily together?
1: Uh I don't know if I would use the term happily. But they're still yet. But they're still together. Yeah. Yeah. How many years has it been? Uh that was two thousand eight since twenty eighteen. Is when wow. they like officially announced yeah.
0: it. And then how's your relationship
1: with your old best friend? Did it stop?
0: Like did you have a conversation I mean, when you really knew that they yeah, were together? Like, yeah,
1: and she said, I don't I don't see anything wrong with what I'm doing. So after I found out that they were dating, I confronted her about it. And I said, do you really think, like, that's okay? I mean, we've, you know, we've been friends for, it was like, God, 20 years, you know, at that time. And she said, I don't see anything wrong with what I'm doing. I mean, I can make a list. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I I expected that to happen from my ex-husband, but I never expected her to do anything like that to me. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Wow. All right. Well, we definitely hit some subjects that I wanted to hit tonight. Um, but there's one other subject I wanted to touch with you. Oh. Oh. I'm scared. <laughs> no. Plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I am a full fan for plastic surgery. Oh, so am I. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And, and, and here's the thing. A lot of people are like, oh, my God, you're altering your body that God gave you and all that. Okay, yeah, I get that. But mm-hmm. as long as you are having these surgeries for yourself yes, and not to make anyone else happy. It's because you feel better inside your body when you have the money
1: to be and the capability to be able to alter your appearance. Yeah. Why fucking not? No, I don't. Yeah. I yeah. don't see anything wrong with it. Like you said, as long as you're doing it for yourself, exactly. It cannot be for anybody else. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, so I had my,
0: my boobs done yes. when I'm, um, my youngest was two, so it's been fuck, 14, 15 years almost, mm-hmm. and I was with my dickhead ex, and uh, I'm like, I want to get my boobs done, and he's like, why? And I'm like, well, they, she, two children suck they the suck shit out of you. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, they're like, floppy cakes, I yep. want to get them done for me, right? Yeah. And he's like, I will leave you if you get them done. Why? why would you leave me if I got my, my, a breast drop? Right. Right. And he's like, well, because God, you're just doing it for male attention. Blah blah. I'm like, I'm really not doing, I mean, obviously it helps. Mm -hmm. I mean, they paid themselves off within like four months of bartending, (laughs) but I did it for me because I mean, you don't feel confident in your body when you have children and they fuck your body up. I mean, that's just how life is. And if you can afford it, I think that's why not. Um, and I, I didn't regret it one bit. Um, so I had, I, I'm asked a lot about the, um, breast augmentation. I had saline. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's like a salt water. Yes. Not silicone. Right. Now the reason I went down that route, because doctors normally push silicone. Yeah. Okay. I remember being pushed on silicone too. And the reason I did saline is because um i i worked with a bartender and this is before i had my my breast done and she had silicone mm-hmm. and she didn't know that she had a pinhole rupture in her breath in, in one of her um breasts right and she didn't know and all of a sudden she had really bad fevers and stuff like that she finally went into her doctor they uh, set up a mammogram and they were able to see this. Oh, okay. She had to have one of her breasts removed for three months while she was on heavy antibiotics. Mm-hmm. So she was going on with one boom. Fighting an infection. Yes. And she's like, do not do silicone, right? Because I mean, it's a foreign substance in your body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And another reason is if you get in a car accident, I heard at the time, maybe it's changed since then, like the seatbelt could rupture your breast. Oh. Yeah with saline it's salt water so then if there is like our, my doctor said if you wake up with a flat tire one day like there's there's a pinhole <laughs> it's ruptured but it's yeah. saline it's salt water so your body can absorb it yeah without any you know effects complications yeah right. but like I said silicone might have changed in the last 15 years mm-hmm. since I've had it done um did you get silicone I did okay and how long has it been since you had yours done eight years and are you happy with them I am okay and do you have to go in for mammograms I haven't yet I thought, no, I thought it was a necessity. Did they not say that you have to with silicone?
1: Not that I remember, no. Okay. I mean, I've had, like, your regular checks, but yeah. not a full-on mammogram.
0: Okay. Um, and the procedure was very quick and mm-hmm. easy. I mean, it was, a, like, about a week or
1: two of pain, but other than yeah. that, I mean. That first week, I don't even remember. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I was so high. I don't even remember. <laughs> if I was in pain, I don't remember.
0: Yeah. I remember them giving me uh, pain meds and I went home and I was allergic to the pain meds Uh and I was throwing up and I'm trying to get over the toilet with my (gasps) boobs like Mm -hmm. into my fucking chin and I'm
1: just like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. (laughs)
0: But um, other than that,
1: what other surgeries have you had? So I have had two other procedures. I've had my nose done Mm -hmm. and more recently I got a tummy tuck. Okay, so let's talk about the nose. Mm -hmm. How painful was that? You know, it really wasn't that bad and I didn't. But this is just me. Uh-huh. I didn't bruise that much. I mean, you had it, like, right there in the corner of your eyes, and that was it. Yeah. It really wasn't that bad. And mm. that one, I, I, gosh, before my tummy tuck, that one was my favorite surgery. I've, so. Your favorite. My favorite. <laughs> what makes it a favorite? School, well, I've been made fun of for my nose for um, years. So that one really helped boost my confidence. And yeah you know, allowed me to just go out and be me without being, your nose is of, perfect. It, like I'm looking at it right now. It looks fucking perfect. He did a really good job. Was there any scarring? If you look really closely, there is under here. Is that where they go in? Yeah. So they cut right here uh-huh. and then just lift your whole nose And then up. chisel that shit out. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And beforehand did they show you what you were going to look like? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then like, how do you determine
1: how much to take off? I mean. I told him I said use your best judgment, with my because I got my breast and my nose done at the same time. Oh no shit! Mm -hmm. Same time. Oh man, nice. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like two birds, one stone. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then the tummy tuck. Um, now I know someone that had a tummy tuck. I thought it was a tummy tuck, and there's a scar literally all around the body. So that's a
1: body lift.
0: Okay. I just got a tummy tuck. I have a scar from hip to hip.
1: Okay. So it's a pretty large scar, but it should lighten over time. And do they take skin off? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Did they show the, you how much? Oh, then? yeah. I wanted to see. I said, make sure. <laughs> make sure you take pictures, which they do, you know, for their own yeah. records, but I was like, I need to see those. How many inches do you think they took off? Oh, my gosh, Lacey. I I could pull up the picture. It's crazy. I, did, I knew I had a lot of extra skin given, because I have a total of, you know, I had the twins yeah. and then I had my daughter and then my son more recently. So I mean, given my body, mm-hmm. there was so much extra skin. It was just unreal what he was able to take off. Really. And how yeah. how does it feel afterwards? Good. The recovery <clears> process, <throat> that was it was, you know, it was it was challenging, but I've also had three C-sections. I mean, all of my kids were a C-section. Did they take the scar of the C-section off? They did. Nice. They did. Yeah. So now there's just one scar. Because I was nervous about that too. But, you know, at that point I was like, I don't even think I care about another scar. I'm so used to scars on my body. Yeah. You know, what's another one? He said, nope, we're going to remove that and you'll just have the one. Yeah. Did you have to have tubes, like drainage or anything? No. So that used to be a thing, but I didn't have any drains. Nice. Or anything. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a lot, it was pretty similar to a C-section, but Mm -hmm. you weren't carrying around a baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah so nice and then um now Botox Mm -hmm.
0: now I just got okay local there's a the Sierra Surgery or Sierra Cosmetic I think it's called it's by Rayleigh's yeah anyways um he does Botox but he also does this other name which I totally forgot it's something sport disport? yeah disport yes Mm -hmm. which is fucking great because I've had Botox before Mm -hmm. and it's bubbled Oh, like it, really? like it did like a hard lump almost. Okay. Yeah. And this apparently it disperses more even and smaller. The disport does. Uh huh. Okay. And it's only like $10 a unit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and cool. yeah, i I fucking loved it. Yeah. Now, so he did right here mm-hmm. and on the
1: sides. Have okay. you, you've had Botox? I have. Okay, yes. is that I've the, never had Dysport, but okay. I have had Botox. And is that the areas that you got it done at? Um, I did it on my eyebrows where it would lift my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. I've done it here because I do this all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm very expressive with my face mm-hmm. and here on my forehead. Yeah. And so now that I'm getting older, I would love to go back and get, you know, your smile lines older, on your fucking eyes. Yes, I old feel age. like my <laughs> I feel like my eyes age me so much.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean it's a necessity and oh my god. It feels <laughs> great afterwards. Oh, I'm I, like,
1: I love I, it. I feel
0: like I'm like five years gone yeah. with it. And I mean you only have
1: to get it done like Three or four like, times a year. Yeah. I mean, of course, everybody's different, but for me, it, it lasts around three months. And so that's, yeah. you know, I wish it lasted longer, but man, once you have it, that fresh Botox. I know. <laughs> oh, I love
0: it. You have to try him out. <laughs> yeah. And that just more yeah. is really fucking odd. I, I, mm-hmm. I prefer it over Botox. Okay. And apparently Botox is more expensive um, because but they use more. Where
1: I go, I think it's it's either 12 or $13 a unit. Yeah. So... Um,
0: well, awesome. I think we had some really great conversations and let some shit out. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing all of your different experiences. And Absolutely. I hope you feel better getting it all off your chest. Yeah. <laughs> I know that there was some it things was... that you were kind of yeah. iffy about. Yeah. But um, Absolutely. like I said, this is therapeutic to a certain degree. And hopefully just every episode we can help someone. And there's someone out there that, you know, needs to hear your yeah. story.
1: You know, yeah, I agree. I mean, if I just helped one person, I mean, what a difference yeah. to be able to help someone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for having absolutely. me. Absolutely. And we will see you next week with a new guest and new experiences. So we'll see you then. Thank you. Don't miss out on a single moment of the real life with Lacey. Hit that subscribe button so you'll always be the first to know when a new episode drops. Together, we'll keep uncovering the authenticity of life. Subscribe now and join our vibrant community of real stories and real connections.